Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, mamacita, welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. That's mamas as in, hey, mama, y te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izara. Welcome to part two in English of a podcast episode series where we're talking about overcoming betrayal and divorce. And today we're going to be discussing how to transform your anger, the anger that you might be feeling after the infidelities, the anger that you might be feeling about the, the breakdown of your marriage, how to turn that anger into strength. So transforming anger into strength. So I, um, <laughs> I wanted to do this episode because I feel like anger is one of those very common emotions that comes, obviously, when we confront uh, the issue of infidelity, the issue of betrayal. When we've been betrayed, and somebody has been unfaithful to us, it can really hurt and it can be, it can sadden us, but it can also anger us a lot. And so dealing with anger in a way where we transform it and we do sort of an alchemy with anger and, and use it to our benefit so that we don't end up doing something stupid, right? So that we don't end up um, sabotaging ourselves later on or regretting something we do or say. So how do we deal with all of this pent-up anger that can come about uh, when we um, have been betrayed and when we are facing a divorce? So what I, I, I discussed last time, and I was, I was briefly explaining to you that I went through a very painful divorce um, and I had to heal from the, my betrayal of my previous marriage and, and I had to heal from the divorce. It was very painful. And one of the emotions that kept coming up that was like always creeping up on me was anger. I was like very, 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 very angry. But I think that I use the tools that I'm going to share with you are things that I use that I think were actually, and I laugh because I think that they're actually fun things. It's sort of like the way that you transform anger, like true anger into something that might actually be beneficial for you is actually a little bit fun or a little bit funner than you'd think more fun than you'd think. Um, the one number one tool that I used, I think this was like, Wow, I used this so much to deal with my anger when I was going through my process of healing. And it is music. I used music to sort of uh, heal to sort of heal me in many ways. I would create playlists of uh, that of songs that had to do with my situation. And a lot of the songs that I would use were also like songs mostly written by women, where they would also be talking about their anger, singing about the anger that they felt after betrayal. So I, I made playlists. So I would use my time sometimes when I was like 
angry, right? To sit down in front of my computer and make a playlist of like, you know, of what, what I was feeling. So it's like, it was kind of like, I didn't obviously call it my anger playlist, but a lot of the songs had to do with that feeling of feeling angry from betrayal. And um, it was sort of a fun thing to do that I, I found that it was like very uh, therapeutic for me. I would also, when I was angry, I would listen to specific songs that had that anger within them, right? But it was a way of letting the anger go and releasing the anger where I could, I could process the anger in the song, right? And sometimes I would have to listen to specific songs more than once and more than twice. I mean, I, I remember this playlist was something that accompanied me throughout my healing process. Whenever I would start feeling angry, I was like, okay, I got to put my, my playlist, you know, my like I've been wronged playlist. <laughs> and I know that you can definitely find songs that, you know, have people that express things that we're feeling inside when we're trying to process that anger, right? When the anger sort of takes you over and you feel and you start thinking about, you know, how you were wronged and this and that. And so I encourage you um, to use the anger that you may be feeling from your experience, to use it um, and to listen to songs and to allow yourself to kind of step into the anger because I feel like for any type of emotion, we need to, we need to process it. Like if we pretend that it's not there, if we pretend, if we try to ignore it, then we're not really facing what is. And I think anger is one of these emotions. That's a very strong emotion and we need to like face it when we feel it. And, but we also need to channel it in a way um, like I said, we were not doing something that we might regret, right? I know a lot of songs that I would listen to would talk about like revenge and how women would do something to get back at their partners for being unfaithful. And I was just like, I remember <laughs> this particular song, I think it's by Carrie Underwood, where she talks about like how she was wronged and then she goes and she like rips out the car and or like, yeah, like, uh, what is it? Flattens his tire. And, and she, and, and she talks about this whole thing that she does when she finds out that her man is unfaithful. Um, but I remember thinking through my process and I was in the middle of divorce when this was happening. I was like, um, that would land you in jail. <laughs> so I was very conscious of the fact that taking revenge and using the anger in a not positive way and channeling the anger through action and hurting the other person that wronged you would be like a very detrimental course of action. It would not help us process anger. If anything, then we'd end up in a situation where the, the person doing the wrong would be us. So I was very intentional about like making sure that I wouldn't be channeling the anger that I felt, no matter like how angry that I was feeling, right? You're feeling like the other person deser deserves like bad karma. You're thinking the other person doesn't deserve to be happy. Like there's so many things that go through our mind, right? But at the end of the day, you know, when, you know, when we think in a sober manner, but we have to realize that that anger like even if it's righteous anger for having been wronged, that it needs to be channeled in a way where we release it and we let it like go through us, but we don't let it take over us. And I think that this is a very 
um, positive way to channel anger is to like allow ourselves to indulge in these angry songs and sing them out loud and dance to them and <laughs> and just enjoy that, right? Like, cause afterwards what it ends up producing when we dance and when we sing it, it's like we've released it, but we, we, we've released it in a way that's not detrimental to our life or that it's not hurtful for us. And if anything, it's just like, like a bailoterapia, it's like a therapy of dancing, right? Like we use music. I use, I've used music a lot uh, to heal myself, heal myself from many emotions. I feel like that's why I, if you followed me for a while, you know that I'm a dancer. And I feel that for me, dancing is a therapy, which brings me to Avenue or the second way in which you can release anger is through exercise. So for me, the exercise, um, that I used to do, uh, apart from dancing, right at that time, when I was going through my divorce, I didn't really have money to pay for any dance classes. So, um, in the beginning of my divorce, I had a personal trainer, but that was taken away because I got to the point where I didn't know what my economic situation would be. And so I would just go to the gym by myself and I would run and I would put, actually, I would put the playlist while I was on the treadmill. And that really like actually gave me strength. I feel like those songs were there to sort of justify me feeling that way, knowing that other women had gone through similar circumstances uh, and knowing that I had the right sort of like to be, to stand in that anger and to like process it and to feel it. Right. And in that feeling of it, you could, you can like basically let it go and release it. And one of the things that really helps you to do that is also physical activity. So whether it's running or whether it's doing weights, I was doing weights as well at that time, or whether it's dancing, I don't know, whatever it is that you enjoy, whether it's a yoga class or whether it's a, a martial arts class, whatever it is that you can do to feel like you're releasing that toxic anger, right? we need to release it so we can let it go. So exercise is super important. Plus, of course, we all know by now, right, that it produces endorphins, which are the happy hormones. So we can actually turn that really negative, toxic anger into like feeling better, into actually chemically changing ourselves so that we feel better afterwards. And exercise is something that although we might not want to do initially, it can really help us transform our anger um, during these times into strength. Plus, you're getting fit at the same time and you're looking good. So I feel like it's actually a bonus, right? You're not just releasing the anger and letting all these emotions go through you and processing anger in the right way. But at the same time, you're getting strong, you're getting more flexible, you're getting more stamina, and then you're feeling good about yourself at the same time. Okay, so those two things, you could actually use them together, the music and the physical activity. Or like I said, you could do things with music, you can create a song, you can create a playlist, you can listen to the music, dance to it, or just, you know, go to the gym and do the physical activity separate. But sometimes I would put those two things together and it was quite, quite magical and transforming my anger into strength. Okay, number three, um, something else that you can do to transform your anger into strength is to um, do some art or indulge in a hobby that you really enjoy. Because when we are engaged in these activities or, or these hobbies that truly fill us, it can actually be a moving meditation. 
So again, this is just about finding something that you love. Um, you know, they have these, something that comes to mind are these coloring books, these adult coloring books that are, have become quite popular. You can even find them at the grocery store. And in moments where you just feel like frustration, it's, um, coloring can actually be quite therapeutic. So buy yourself some markers or some colored pencils, get yourself an adult coloring book. There's some really beautiful ones out there. And then just draw and see how you feel after you've done it. Because it it's amazing how it pushes you to think and to like basically stop indulging in the anger and to focus. It, what it does is it shifts focus. So in this in this method of transforming anger into strength, what you're doing is actually shifting focus. Whereas in the music and the exercise, you can use that anger to fuel you, to make you stronger. Here, when we're doing something like a hobby, whether we're in a pottery class or whether we do something artistic or we're knitting, it could be knitting. It could be anything that you consider something that just takes your mind off of your anger so that you can actually use it to create something beautiful for yourself. And there's so many different things that we can do. And like I said, it doesn't have to be very expensive. It could be simply like a $5 coloring book and colored pencils that you might already have at home, right? Or just grabbing a blank piece of paper and 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 maybe you like to sketch something or draw something or go out to, to the park and grab a pencil and a paper and start sketching. Maybe it was something that you enjoyed to do as a child. So for those people that have artistic... Um, tendencies, this can be very, very therapeutic. And it could also be, for example, creativity in the kitchen. Some people love to be in the kitchen and to create, to do like, uh, to do baking and stuff like that. It gets their mind off of their stress. So whatever that is for you, I encourage you to uh, also, you know, engage in these activities that you love, these hobbies, these artistic endeavors, when you feel like the anger rising and you don't know what to do. It's a way to put your energy to good use. Okay, number four, another way that you can transform your anger into strength is by journaling. Now, this is extremely, extremely powerful. I think this is one of the most powerful things that you can do. I actually think it's absolutely, it's almost like a necessity when we are trying to process negative emotions to journal about them because we get to know ourselves better. We understand the thoughts that are going through our mind and we're able to express ourselves again without hurting anything or anybody because we don't need to show anybody our diary or our journal. Um, and I encourage if you are feeling lots of negative emotions at this time while you're healing from betrayal and divorce to find yourself a journal and to start, you know, finding out and like understanding the powerful tool that this could be for yourself. Now, I have actually created a freebie for you all in order to guide your journaling so that it actually propels you to your brighter future. And you can go to mamasconganas.com forward slash healing journal. And there, if you put your email, I will send you a free PDF with really empowering questions that you can start asking yourself so that you can start yourself on the healing process after betrayal and divorce. 
So there's 10 powerful questions that I, I put together for you because sometimes when we've never journaled before, we don't even know where to start. So what is it that we're supposed to write about? Like, how do we release the anger that we're feeling into paper? Well, that's why I created this freebie. So go and get your copy, your free guide, if it's something that you feel compelled to do and if you feel like you need to. Um, so go to, again, it's mamasconganas.com forward slash healing journal. Now, apart from that, I will say one of the most powerful things you can do when it comes to journaling is actually put the anger on paper, right? Now, this I'm saying separate from the journal prompts and the questions that I ask you, right? But this is like really to get rid of the emotion of anger is you write a letter to anybody that you're angry with, right? To your ex who betrayed you or who wronged you, you write a letter. And for me, this was a very powerful exercise. It was actually, um, the exercise was recommended to me by a pastor friend of one of my really good friends. So basically when I was going through my whole process and I was like in a deep depression, I was like, I was just really, it's, it was really bad. And I, I just couldn't stop crying. I felt like I was always crying. And, and I, a friend of mine, um, who is, uh, who, well, she's Australian and he's Canadian. Basically, uh, their family has always been involved in like the Christian non-denominational community. And basically they flew down a pastor. This was like, I think the biggest, the biggest present that they could have done for me at that moment. And I feel like kind of emotional when I talk about this because I feel so grateful to have people in my, to have had people in my life to have helped me during this moment. But they basically flew down this pastor to talk to me from Canada. And I sat down with the pastor for like four hours talking to him. And um, he basically told me to write a letter, like no filter, no censorship to everybody that I was angry with. Because I was explaining to him that I felt not just betrayed by my ex, but betrayed by my ex-mother-in-law, betrayed by, by the friends of my ex that I thought were my friends. I felt like there was like a whole group of people who had betrayed me, people that I had really loved who were no longer part of my world. And I felt really, really angry. So he said to write each of those people a letter and to write until I had nothing left in me and to not censor myself, not censor myself from bad language, not censor myself from my feelings to just write it all. And then at the end of the letter to basically say at the end, uh, dear Lord, I hand this over to you because I can't carry this by myself. Like all of it, like basically you're, you're giving to God all of the bad feelings that you have. So it's basically like a handing over of those emotions that you feel like you can't deal with. So I did this <laughs> and I did this. Uh, for, for it took me oh my gosh like at least a week maybe two weeks I remember there were days like I spent I would spend hours like my letters were long <laughs> I was really angry I was so angry I kept writing and writing and writing and writing and writing and some of like some of my like I remember the letter to my ex was like pages long it must have been like a book and I never thought initially that it would be such a like that I had so many things inside me to say, but it took me days to finish that letter. And I did uh, a bunch of other ones uh, of people that I thought had really hurt me and, and people that I felt like angry with. And at the end of each letter, I said, God, dear God, I give you this. I, I cannot deal with my, these emotions and this pain anymore and this anger. And I'm handing it over to you. 
And I can say that there was something extremely powerful that happened when I did that. And after you do your letters, you have two choices. You can either um, shred, shred the letters. I recommend you either shred them or you burn them. And if you're burning them, you have to be very careful. <laughs> I wouldn't do it inside your house. <laughs> you don't want any silly mistakes. But I remember I had a burning ritual. So like it took me, like I said, like a week, a week and a half, to almost two weeks to finish all these letters because I had so much to say and I had so much in me. And at the end of those two weeks, I put it in like a pot, uh, like a pot from the kitchen and I lit all those papers on fire. And I remember I was outside and I did a prayer and I sort of like had the intention when I did that of letting all that go. And I find that that exercise is something that I will never forget because it really gave me strength, um, you know, from, it was really a way for me to transform that, all the anger that was pent up inside me into something positive because I felt like I had a, a healthy outlet for that anger. And that's, that's the, that's the intention with all of this is like, is to not feel ashamed about the anger, but to have a healthy outlet for it because there is a healthy outlet. Uh, obviously, there are not such good outlets that you could turn to, but I wouldn't recommend them. You know, a lot of people get angry. They start drinking more alcohol. They get angry. They they just start like treating others in a non-respectful way. Like, and I, and I knew that I was conscious of, I didn't want to turn into somebody that I wasn't. And I wasn't, even though I felt like this anger that I'd never felt before, I was very intentional about making sure, right? But it's something that I have, I was thinking about it like intentionally because I was scared. I'd never, I'd never experienced like anger like this before. And I remember going to sleep um, and having these like violent dreams and I'd never experienced that before. And it would kind of scare me, but I knew inside that those dreams that I was having during my sleep was also a way that I was sort of dealing and processing with the anger inside. And so when I would wake up in the mornings, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I had like a really, like I had had a very violent dream, a dreams where I was not myself, where I was able to release, you know, to release my anger in a way, but that I wasn't messing with my reality. Does that make sense? So, um, so then I would be forgiving to myself for having those dreams because it would make me initially feel guilty. And I would just realize, oh, this is a way where, you know, my body and my inside is processing this anger and I'm allowing myself to feel it. Right. And but to know that in my waking reality, I'm not going to do anything stupid with the emotion of anger. So that's um like I said, that's another way to deal with it is journaling. It's super, super powerful. And, and not just with transforming anger into strength, but in the overall healing process of overcoming betrayal and overcoming divorce, it's, it's, wow, it was life-saving for me. And it is, I think it's such a huge and a key part of the healing process is journaling. Okay. And the fifth thing that I uh, used um, to transform my anger into uh, strength was prayer. Now, this one was also extremely powerful. Um, um, I am a, a, an extremely, like I am a, a spiritual person. However, during that time, and I know I talked about it in the last episode, there were moments where I just doubted everything, right? When everything came falling down, when my marriage came crashing, when I had found about the infidelities, it was so painful that I started like, 
mistrusting everything, mistrusting life, mistrusting God, mistrusting men, mistrusting myself. It was like, I, all of a sudden I didn't, I, I felt like I didn't believe in anything anymore. And I did resort to prayer. And I think in those moments where I was like angry or I would think about things about, I would think about things that I would feel guilty about because I'd never had these thoughts before. Like, like if I all of a sudden had a, 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 a thought of wishing something ill on, on, on my ex or on somebody that had done me wrong, I would have these moments of, oh my goodness, I don't like this feeling. I've never thought about this stuff before. I've never been this kind of person. And in those moments, I think that I, I was lucky in order, I was lucky in that I resorted to prayer. So I would start praying. And, you know, I had read in this book that the most powerful that, thing that we can do in order to heal from something that somebody has done wrong to us, like one of the most powerful things we can do to step into the forgiveness of the things that have happened to us and that other people have done to us is to pray for the other person. But at that moment, in the beginning, there was like, <laughs> I couldn't do that. Like it was, it was not happening. I wasn't praying for the other person. I was so angry, right? So my prayers initially were simply, dear God, you know, I'm having all these feelings that I've never confronted before. I'm really angry and I need you to help me process this anger. So it was more like a cry out for help and sort of, again, a handing over to God, that which we find very difficult to deal with, sort of like resting on his shoulder, right? Letting, I know there's that famous song of, of um, letting Jesus take the wheel. So it's basically like handing over your life, your emotions, your toxicity, everything that you're feeling inside, you're handing over to God and letting him know, listen, I can't deal with this right now. I'm so angry, but I know that it doesn't feel right, this anger sitting in me. And I need to find a way to process this in a way where I can get to the other side and feel good about myself and, you know, and, and be able to have beautiful emotions again. But right now I'm just so angry. I need you to take this from me and I'm handing it over to you. So I encourage you um, that if you feel um, that you, like if you feel, if you're at a point where you don't know what to do with your anger, to resort to prayer, to ask. And even if that, in that moment, even if you don't believe it at first, if you, I, I always say that when we invoke the presence of God, um, that's what we actually do. We are actually asking him to step in and he will do, he will help us. There's, that's like a prayer that is always uh, answered when we ask for his um for his intervention and for his help uh, and he hears us he hears us particularly in our moments of pain and in our moments of anger so mamacita i encourage you to transform all the toxic anger that you might be feeling from the things that have happened to you into strength because it's a beautiful thing when you're on the other side of it you know, um, and looking back at it now, I feel very proud for the woman that I was at that moment, because although she felt very weak, I find that the things that she did really made her stronger and really made her a better person. And eventually, you know, with the whole prayer thing, I was able to get to the point where I was praying for my enemies, which is kind of a crazy thing, right? We're taught, you know, uh, in Christianity, we're taught to pray for our enemies, but it's not 
I don't think we can go directly there in the beginning when we're feeling anger. It's sort of like a, a process. It's a, it's a step-by-step -step until we can get to the point where we're actually um, sending good vibes and energy and praying for those people that hurt us. Anyways, if you like this episode, go to mamasconganaspodcast.com forward slash 194. Give me your comments, your questions. If you have any, I would love to answer them. And again, go get the freebie at mamasconganas.com forward slash healing journal. I will put the links on the episode notes so you can click on it. You can give comments, questions, or you can go and download the freebie. I will see you next time. Besitos. It's Valentina. Espero te gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast. If you liked it or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. It's because of you, our listeners, that we're able to create contenido para otras Latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir nuestro podcast. Si tienen preguntas, comentarios y más, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com or follow us on social media at mamasconganas. You can also write me directly at info at mamasconganas.com. Hasta la próxima. Es Valentina recordándote, don't be a mama con drama. Mm -mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos.